2: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
1: This is Paul Hawksby. And
3: Eddie
2: Jacobs.
4: And welcome once again to the H&J Daily uh, with some of the best bits of this afternoon show. We were joined by not one, but two fine comedians. Mm-hmm. One is an old mate, Kevin Day, Palace supporting writer and comedian, and um, also a, a new name, Garrett Millerick, who is a, uh, an up-and-comer, been doing some yeah, top been doing work, work, been out of the States, and very nice man. We met him for the first time today. You'll hear from him. Uh, we had a bit of a chat about various things.
3: Uh, yeah, I had a bit of a rant about Saturday.
4: You did, which people always enjoy. Uh-huh. And uh, don't ask me, did Andy get the, well, you get the drill with that? Here it all is. <laughs>
3: Me, good afternoon everyone. Good afternoon Andy. Good afternoon. Paul. And talking of forgetting things, I just found this in my bag. It's, uh, it's your, your your Christmas card from my wife. It's oh okay. Your, you and your wife.
4: Do you know what? You gave me a Christmas card. So I think this might be last year's. <laughs>
3: Do you think it is? It yeah, was it's got you, a no, you, we, we had it.
4: a Christmas card oh, really? from uh, from you. I think this is last year's. Is it? Yeah.
3: So <laughs> looking at the state, nothing would have got into this that sort of state. No, that's true. actually. Look at that. So you've just get Andy. Well, just past and eighteen's Christmas card. But, and we were we were
4: basically. I remember last year we were just slaughtering you at the Christmas dinner table. <laughs> is that so yeah, the old Jacobs—they never sent us a card. We sent them one. So uh, I'll take it all back now. You
3: obviously did. So uh, no, got yeah. anything
4: else in there that? Um, no, I don't think so.
3: Twenty-year-old <laughs> no, stuff you might no, want I d- to give I me. Doubt Fair that. enough. Anyway, uh, (laughs) what what a great experience that was on Saturday. Nothing like watching 93.5 minutes of the worst game you've ever seen in your life. What
4: tends to happen if Chelsea are beaten by a team who have a bit of a rear guard action, he wishes them nothing but relegation and says, well, Mm. he says what he used to say about Stoke. So, uh, is that what you're going to tell us this afternoon? I
3: I just hate, I hate it when those terrible tactics work. I get them. Yeah, they defended I don't well. remember.
4: You didn't seem to hate it when uh, Arsenal used to be on the end of it, and Arsene Wenger would moan, and you'd say, "Well, why should we lie down so you can
3: beat it?" Well, so we you can beat it. We us. used to that. We used to play football. That was a ridiculous game of football. They just, uh, honestly, Bruce's tactics are so bad. And when they come off, you know, it's just <laughs> awful. I mean, you know, what did they do that game? They didn't do anything in that game except defend. Well, that's then, an art in itself, isn't it? Is it? Oh, defending the, the way I feel about smash and grab football is yeah. that if everybody approached football the way Steve Bruce does, if everybody played like Newcastle did, mm. no one would go to football, no one would have Sky Sports and there wouldn't be a talk sport. would you be, there feeling, wouldn't be football. Would, I mean, would you,
4: you be feeling who, like this who, and, c- if Chelsea weren't on the receiving end?
3: If I'd had to watch that whole game, yeah, i feel exactly like that. Whoever <laughs> think, it was. Don't think you would. I would. I think you've got your blue-tinted hate, spectacles in. That football. It's dreadful, isn't it? It's so dreadful. <laughs>
4: See, the just, Newcastle fans will be loving this because you, yeah, you're so big. They can love it, they can love it all they like. You're they're, so they're bitter. Stu-
3: they're stuck with it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't have to watch that rubbish every week. Bruce goes, oh, we might have to play like this for another three years. And he oh, get me my season ticket now. I can't wait. It's fantastic, isn't You'll it? You'll be flying up every weekend, won't you? Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, though, there's racing at Newcastle today. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a horse at the back that just waits for all the others to fall and then comes through right at the death <laughs> to win it in a completely undeserved way. So, I can't so wait. So bitter. So, this is we all love watching people do that to our teams. It's just awful. But you don't you, I... you, none of your boys culpable for being a bit
4: toothless, though. I mean, do you oh yeah, no, up, yeah. our
3: final ball and the, the, the final shot were just terrible. Yeah, I mean you know loved Loft- to um, Hudson-Odoi showing a bit of form in the last couple of weeks but on Saturday again uh, everything overhit just slightly overhit slightly behind yeah. it's just it was frustrating sort of day. and Tammy Abraham didn't have his best game either he had a few chances which you know on another day you would have put away yeah. and then if Chelsea had scored i think the game would have been over but
4: you know it was didn't. a day when everybody was queuing up to be last on match of the day so Martin Kellner said blimey how bad are the other games that we're not yeah. last i mean no, a lot no. of Tottenham fans were obviously saying we've got to be last Chelsea fans were saying well that's bound to be lost, and Premier League got to be careful. They will probably argue it's a blip, and I'm sure midweek will be a, a white knuckle ride again. But there was there were some poor old games at the weekend. A lot yeah. of really duff, nothing draws and performances. I thought Palace did well. Yeah, know oh, I think yeah, that, that,
3: that was a very good performance. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah but they, you know, City, they they're, yeah. they're City's bogey team, aren't they? Yeah. It's true. I was just thinking. Actually, I was just thinking in my notes from yesterday. I quite enjoyed the Man U Liverpool game. Yeah, that we'll, was good. We'll discuss it more with Motti. I thought it was that a was, terrific game. Yeah, actually. very enjoyable. Because I mean, all the
4: time it's one 0 you're still yeah. in it. As Tottenham realised last week, but You oh, know, yeah. it was very. Jordan Henderson said afterwards, didn't he? It was a bit mm-hmm. like the Tottenham game. They needed the second, didn't get it, and then the longer the game goes on, like the any must, game of football. Marcia,
3: what a chance! Yeah, gosh I know the one. He flashed over the gosh bar. Should have yeah. scored there. But the uh, the linesman had. a, I think they all do this, but I did, I've only noticed it yesterday. He had a pen That's in his chest pocket Think, what does a linesman need a pen for? Is he, does he wait? Does he get the players to autograph his flag at the end of the game to <laughs> put it on eBay? I would, but I mean, I don't, it's a bit old. What do they need a pen for? I don't
4: know. Uh, well, I mean, if there's any lines uh, people, people out, out there, there people maybe they can let it. us know. If you are an assistant referee, why do you need a pen? Why does pen? anybody need
3: a pen? Uh, Diogo. Diogo. No, Diogo. He's got it's a hard enough name to pronounce, isn't <laughs> it? Diogo. He's not a Diego. He's a Diogo.
4: Well, that's why you need a pen for Diogo's
3: jotta. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 you got the jotter. You can't
4: have a jotter without a pen, can you? It's very true. Yeah. Well, this was the Diogo's age- jotters. One pound each. Doesn't come with pen. Ask the lino for the pen. I haven't got a pen.
3: Diogo Dallo. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, the him. Anfield Voice of Doom. You know the bloke on the PO? There he goes. Oh, yeah, the PO? PA. Okay. It's not all O's. I've got a bit of vowel trouble today. Irritable yeah. vowel syndrome. I've, I've got irritable vowel syndrome, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Diego. Oh, oh, don't I shut up. I think i get it up. Diego right? It's not even that funny. I can't on, even Carry on there. Carry on. You've gone this far. You've gone this far, Andy. Don't Di- back out Di- now. Diego Dallo came on to the announcement of he was called he called him Diogo Darlot. <laughs> I thought, yeah, uh, I as in that's Darlot. <laughs> or John Darlot. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, never mind. He's got a great voice. Fifty
4: here, Great uh, Kevin Day's Fifty Great Knee Slides would be a good Christmas DVD, <laughs> wouldn't it? Very good. And isn't number it? one, almost certainly <laughs> um would be The one we saw yesterday from Allison, Uh, perfectly Mm. executed. None of that thing where he gets stuck in the turf and you end up face planting, and just
3: basically stopping in the perfect position, didn't he? I Mm. mean, it was. I mean, it's almost like he'd rehearsed that. It Was a tremendous assist by him? I mean, you know, they are they're they're terrific to watch. There's no question. I mean, United did well Mm. to hang in there because I mean, really, they are. I mean, you know, they are sensational. That expression Rolls Royce of a player. That is definitely that's You just. It fits Van Dyke so perfectly that he's just, he doesn't even look to be trying half the time. It's mm. just so easy for him. Obviously, he isn't, but it just, he's just got that thing how the ball finds him. It's like a magnet. But every time United put a ball in, there he was heading it away. He's a fantastic
4: player. Uh, Ryan's got a theory. I don't know if he runs the line. He said, refs want to keep their eye on the game. So often ask us, oh, yeah, he is. Thank mm. you very much, Ryan. Often ask us to take down goals if there's no fourth official uh, some, if there's no fourth official substitutes it says uh, oh ok I'm with you yes yeah. no fourth official substitutes Ryan thank you so there may be a little bit of writing to do oh yeah well, that's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is
3: well I'm that's sure, why you got a pen was a reason, so, huh?
4: so basically they got a
3: pen because there might be some writing to do <laughs> will they cleared that one up for you did you see that uh, Roman Abramovich's ex-wife Dasha Zukova yeah. uh, got married again and uh, she married Stavros Nyakos, the, Arcos, the uh, Is he... I don't shipping. tell me he's on the bins. He <laughs> Surprisingly, does not lives a, in Bexhill not and he's on the bins. Not a plumber or a sales rep, a no, shipping okay. magnate. Oh, okay, blimey. It's a massive sales surprise. You know, oh, okay,
4: not so bad. <laughs> anyway, um, it's doesn't work for the council. No. It's uh, Hawksby and Jacob's <laughs> here on Talksport. Kevin Day here shortly. Uh, it's Penguin Awareness Day and we'll be... Uh, I, think I don't need really... like anything in black and white today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. A little flash of yellow. Uh, we'll be focusing... I think on that for most of the next three hours and lots more besides all to come between now and 4 we're here with our very good friends at uh, green king for the biggest screens and atmosphere you can't get at home green king is the perfect place to watch newcastle united team the bigger boys Hmm. in the premier league that's not what it says here i just i had lived that (laughs) fine i'm not listening (laughs) the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast (laughs) Kevin Day has joined us uh, in the studio. (laughs) Comedian, uh, Palace fan, writer, of course, have I Got News For You, Uh, etc., uh, League of their own. Good afternoon, Kev. Good to see you.
2: That, that was a sprightly start to the show, wasn't it? Yes, we got <laughs> stuck in. Are they up um, the dose? Yeah, yeah no, I'm yeah. not often called sprightly. <laughs> this yes. uh, <laughs> Steve Bruce sends his regards. He's been on the phone. Yeah, yeah of course I he thanks says, for your kind words. He, he says he's had a think, <clears throat> and he says you're right and you can have the three points. I'm going to leave him. No, he, he
3: absolutely loved it. You know, he, yeah. uh, he was a bit embarrassed that they won.
2: Because
3: he said it was smash and grab.
2: Football, if everybody play the sort of football you wanted, I'd stop going. You can't just have two teams trying to score goals against each other all the time. <laughs> no, that terrible. <laughs> That'd be rubbish. No. no. If every
4: game is a oh, four-all draw. Can we just get um, a penguis, a Penguin Awareness Penguin Awareness can we still get the uh, Penguin Awareness Day uh, out of uh, out of the way? Because
2: I didn't know it was Penguin Awareness Day but what I well, did that's discover... that's exactly why they have a Penguin Awareness <laughs> yeah, Day, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't I know suppose it's, it's working awareness. already. Yeah, yeah. A, f- a friend of mine... Uh, it's slightly <laughs> put out, she got a penguin for Christmas. What, uh, a real one? Well, no, no adopt she, got, one. she got one of those things where you have adopted a penguin, but it's, it's, it's no de- she, doesn't, she doesn't know where it is. She doesn't know which country it's in. You don't sort of follow that its fortunes when like it, 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 like it, it leaves can, Antarctica and becomes be an Uber driver in New York. It's essentially what it is. It's, it's, essentially, yeah. someone's just gone, oh, I don't know what to get her. Uh, she's yeah. got all the lush stuff she needs. So they yeah. basically just... Dr. Penguin. A Dr. Penguin, but without knowing well, where I it is. start something. a
3: business like that?
2: Well, they just I send like her just a
4: picture of, like, a Anton penguin. and
2: say, he's in there somewhere, it's a picture of about 2,000 <laughs> of them. I think that's in Ken, 15 <laughs> but you from could, the left. they all look the same. You could send her the same, yeah. send him that, the same <laughs> picture next year. She's like, I don't know if it's... But I mean, she's worried <laughs> now that there's a penguin going, she doesn't write. Yeah. Like, I've had no money from her. Yeah. She, what sort of adopted <laughs> mother have I got? So... Well, I, t- I can tell you one thing. There are a couple of extinct penguins um, oh, no. oh, back a, from back in the day. It's a gloomy start. You well, it's a bit, gloomy it?
4: start, but that's it's quite a sobering thought that many years ago there were penguins that were about five foot eight.
2: Really? Yeah. Taller
4: than Andy. They <laughs> went up to nearly two metres, uh, 180. <laughs> so to same top. sort of shape. Five foot eight, five foot nine penguin. Imagine, that'd be a shock to the system, wouldn't it? Well, how come they're the, the ones that
2: extinct yeah. and the little ones have lived on? That's Darwin's I, got that wrong, hasn't he? Yeah, that's true. Surely it should the biggies, yeah.
3: the biggies, they well, went. Maybe they, yes, they were easier to catch. I used
2: to go out of a girl of a penguin onesie. That was scary enough. Well, I mean, you could have hollowed
4: one of these out back in the day, but sadly not anymore. But way anyway, uh, imagine that just when you're trying to drift off tonight, imagine a penguin that's nearly six foot tall that'll wake you up uh Kevin now andy's got a theory about um uh, Wilfred zahar would you uh-huh. care to
3: tell yeah, us it Andy? um sort of what we were just saying in the break there but we were talking about Wilfred in the meeting another sort of decent game wasn't it? a great setup of the equalizer at the end but he's kind of he, he's, he's you, he, he by signing that contract. No one is. Was gonna it five pay, years? No one yeah. is going to pay eighty million pound for Wilfred Zahar at his age. So he's kind of locked himself into he's par- stuck at palace, palace,
2: which I'm sure Kevin is you know, I, I didn't want to say stuck
3: because yeah, I, I,
2: I take issue with the word stuck. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> wouldn't. He's at would a club that he adores. I'm. I'm almost reluctant <laughs> to talk about this, Andy, because last time I was here talking about Zahar. I went home and I was looking through the usual transfer gossip sites and mm. the thing came up, Daily Express says Club Insider, says Sahar, oh, definitely going to Chelsea. And I was going, who the... And it turned out to be me, <laughs> which I was really infuriated Club by Because, because I'd you given are, my yeah. opinion to you that I thought Chelsea was the most likely option. Yeah, I still think, and this is just an opinion, Daily Express, I still think <laughs> Chelsea is probably almost his only other option. I, I, you're right he's he's 27 now he'll be 28 this year he's desperate for that one last big move because he was, he's responsible for his family his big family he, he's taking care of them so he wants the money much as what I love him and he's a superb footballer he's not he's not good enough for Liverpool or Chelsea, uh, for Man City he wants to stay in London he wants Champions League football Chelsea seems to be the most likely option plus Chelsea the, the club that have got most spare players to offer in Return because I think is absolutely right in this day and age, be financial fair play, no one's going to pay 80 million quid up front, yeah, which is what the chairman wants. He which wants the it, lot, he wants all the at lot once. all at once in cash, preferably <laughs> cash. Right, in one massive oh, cash. Right? I, I think if Chelsea were we going to go for him, they
3: would have gone for him by now. I think they've had a look at it, they've thought about it, and they thought Sancho's available in the summer.
2: You know, one, it'll cost you more than Will. Yeah, so it costs you hundred million, but yeah. it's twenty one. Yeah, yeah, it's
3: yeah. Twenty yeah. twenty one. So yeah. you get resale value.
2: Mm. That's. I mean, the, there is that thing. It's almost as though it's a, an insult because people talk about, oh, he's going to be like Matt Latissier. Oh no, oh, yeah, only stayed at one, only I know, stayed at one club. Wrong with that. I, I think. There's, there's
4: no getting away from it. I think Matt Letizia, he had a chance to go and didn't. Yeah. In this case, he's a player that's wanted away, Kev, isn't it,
2: really? It is, and he's been away. He's been yeah. to Man United, yeah. he's been to Cardiff. I think there's a danger from his own point of view that when he's no longer playing football, people will go, we'll talk about him as a what-if rather than as a marvellous player, which mm. he is. He's an exceptional player. Yeah. Part of his problem as well, reputation-wise, is because Southgate didn't fancy him when he was 17, 18, which is why he ended up playing... For the Ivory Coast, because Southgate couldn't handle his so-called attitude, he was a teenager. So, you know, he 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 would have had fifty caps for England if he was an England player. Is my theory. So, again, that's another what if. But obviously, I'd rather I'd rather he stayed. There's part of me that wants to go and see him flourish at a big club and mm. win and win things, just so everybody else can see what we see. Do you see any
4: difference before. in the player? Do you feel he's as committed as ever when you now, watch him play? Start,
2: start of the season. No, clearly start of the season, first game of the season. In fact, at home, 0-0 draw with Everton. There's a you can clearly see on if you look it up, the kit man has to make him warm up with the other players. His his attitude was wrong for the first six weeks. Now he's committed as ever. Paddy McCarthy did our Palace podcast last week. Uh, Palace player and now academy coach. Mm. He was just talking about how brave Will feel because we you know, we talk about Will's attitude and as Palace fans, who go, he sulks, he does this, he. he he goes out on the pitch knowing that he's going to get targeted, he's going to get kicked, properly hurt. Mm. Paddy McCarthy said, I would talk to referees and say, you're going to let this go on, they say it's football, we dives. And I, he's properly getting hurt. Yeah, that is poor, as they it, say it, that. It, it, it's, but that's what, that's what he reports. And it's he's getting, he goes out and he does that week in, week out. So we should admire his bravery, but Palace fans, I want to keep him, of course I do. But as I say, there is that part of me that wants the, the world to see what I brilliant footballer he is.
3: Could have done with him on Saturday, Chelsea. That's certainly what they were lacking. Well, well I, I
2: didn't... What well, happened to Chelsea Saturday? I, I, I wasn't I, paying I, attention. I,
4: I, I, just narrowly, I think of Newcastle, fantastic yeah, the, attacking performance. Yeah, the five so, goal three well, Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, because of course, as, as you pointed out, it wouldn't be Chelsea's fault for missing all those chances. They have
3: 19 attempts to at goal and only four on target. That's well, poor, But there's, yeah, there is a difference because
2: yeah, Man City fans listen to this could say, well, they had 26 shots on target, but mm. we... Our defensive performance was probably different to the one that Andy's talking. <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> Is that great? Okay, everybody, two every- seasons running, you've gone there. Well, I mean, last year's wasn't an aberration. No, we it was it, it was a very good performance, but yeah, we could have lost that game quite easily. But and it was it was strange because everyone picked up on this stat that n- no Man City player had ever, Man City manager had ever won a game on his birthday in the Premier League. Yeah, it was mentioned all over the place. So. I'm quite pleased that we kept that going. But I just see that there's a Palace way at the moment. McCarthy, mm. McCarthy's coming to the team and he's learnt the Palace way straight away, which is basically rough them up a bit in the middle, give the ball to Wolf. Yeah. And that worked perfectly for that.
4: I'm so gonna, we're going to head into uh, the news now Kevin, uh, sports news Kevin Day is with us in the studio I'm going to set a question for the talk sport listeners Indeed Andy and you Kevin It's off the back of a story mm. about Ryan Giggs at the weekend uh, yeah. And his hair transplant oh, yeah. But the question I asked is Which of the Premier League managers The current 20 Premier League managers Spends the most on his hair I'll leave that with you Contemplate that as we bring you the sports news, and uh, that's among the uh, hard hitting sports news agenda uh, we'll be bringing to you in the next couple of minutes. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby Jacobs here on Talksport. Comedian, uh, writer, uh, uh, Kevin Day with us in the studio, of course. Palace fan. And uh, Ryan Giggs, big double-page spread in the mm. Sunday Sun. He's had a hair transplant. Two pages of a national newspaper. Ryan's had fo- uh, folliculi, follicular, uh, unit extraction. Marvellous. Uh, it saw 1,500 follicles, which contain one to five hairs taken from the back of his head for transplantation. The surgeon used tiny blades or fine needles mm-hmm. to punch a holes mm-hmm. in which th- which yeah, hair transplant. yeah hair transplant they were spaced out yeah. and angled to look as natural as possible since his transplant ryan has had low-level laser therapy to boost blood circulation and protein production in the scalp patients typically have at least two sessions a month so now you, that's all you need to know yeah. but it did i just thought i'd ask the question <laughs> of andy and indeed the listeners and, and you kev um which premier league manager do you feel probably spends the most on his hair. It could be geography, it could be the quality uh, of the hair. I mean well, congesture dis- on that.
2: We, we can discount too for a star because that's 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 not hair, is it? Well that's Joe tough.
4: says fresh cone paint every yeah, morning. Yeah. Which is not <laughs> which is not <laughs> cheap. I think <laughs> it's <laughs> a bonnet that he takes off and puts a new one on. <laughs>
2: it's like watching the Ac- action man talk. It's not Pep, is it? It's, it's not well obviously it's not Pep, is it? No. I wouldn't yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, pep just
4: Pep i bet the wife does it. I reckon the misses Mrs. Pep. Does just, his, the, just gets the old... Number one. Get, yeah, that's yeah. right. It's not, um, it's,
2: it's not going to be Roy either, It's
4: not Roy, because uh, Tuesday morning's pension is special. Because <laughs> that's why Palace start training late on a, on a Tuesday. Because uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow, Governor's Tuesday, 10.30. So <laughs> he, has, he gets pension as special. Um, we think it could well be Frank Lampard, because he mm. probably plays sort of King's Road prices. And yeah. it looks effortless, but I reckon it's a few
2: quid spent well, on I, I reckon on Eddie Howe as well, because he's got that sort of fake tousled look. You that think sort of, that sort of Eddie Howe looks like he few highlights. It looks like is. Imagine jewelry. Brendan.
4: Brendan's a man who spends a few quid on his appearance. You, uh, do yeah, you think?
2: I'd, I'd, one thing I always think about Brendan Rogers, I imagine he smells lovely. Yeah, yeah, he always looks quite like expensive. His, he always looks like his Simon smells, Jordan always yeah. smells lovely. Have you noticed
4: Simon, that when Simon's in the Simon, studio? It's
2: like being Pepe Le Pew when Simon <laughs> Jordan. You literally, his nose is hooked onto. Always, the waft, always he, smells he nice. Wafts in with his, could his, his own could never be a spy. His own special scent, it's yeah. self-importance they call it's, it. It's
4: well, three people. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's, it it's not Nigel Pearson. It's not Dean Smith. And it's not Sean Dice because they all go uh, to the same so Greek bar. The trouble barber. with this yeah. quiz is you don't Hello. know
3: the answer.
2: <laughs> they go to a Greek bar, do they? Yeah. the purposes of Natch- comedy. They go to a Greek bar. Hello, nature.
4: <laughs> Dean was in yesterday, and I, Sean was Thursday. <laughs> and that's basically. And it's always what a game last week. Be, they have a great chat with
2: him. Was yeah. this whole conversation? started just so you could get into your Greek barber No, no, impression. no. I, I used to have a, a friend who used to go to Are a, you allowed to do that
3: these days? I'm no, not I I I can, sure I are. Well, fine well, he's he's you are. I'm you lines. You can do I'll Roy Hodgson, are. I know, I'll but... Carry for, uh, for, uh, uh, yeah. i I'm, the, I'm um, worried about that 80, yeah, I, I wondered he used, why you
2: were sort of moving your chair back away from the microphone. You used to go to
4: an Arsenal-supporting Greek barber. Who If Arsenal had lost... Imagine Andy as a barber today. If they Arsenal had lost at the weekend, he used to drink eight-star Metaxa. And then get more angry and drunk, as he did your hair. You were a bit right. frightened you were going to lose part of your ear. <laughs> but you went for the entertainment. Andy would yeah.
2: be full Sweeney Todd, wouldn't he? It's yeah. You'd be in a pie. You'd he in a Imagine you went into Andy's bar said, I'd like a short fucking stage, please, me. She's the wrong Oh, I'm a big Newcastle fan.
4: What a game of the weekend, mate, eh? Just a bit more off the back. Could have a shave. That'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Sorry about the accent. I would say the Ryan Giggs... Can you do that? I You can even do that, can you? We can't do any of this, can we really? If you have a
2: hair transplant, you don't really want the world to know you're having a hair. Don't you, yeah. you want to sort of two, Brian, break well, it Ryan
4: had no problem. Ryan was, it was, oh. he was out and proud about it. He's better than it. Wayne Rooney.
3: Wayne just keeps disappearing. The more he has done, yeah. the more he just disappears again.
4: Nuno possibly, because Nuno has to have beard trim as well. That's so true. That's, yeah, but well, I, you could
2: grow it long enough to just sort of have a comb over. John's gone for the Beard new, comb no? over. Um,
4: yeah. uh, Sean's probably right, though. He said, I imagine
2: Jürgen Klopp. I imagine. Do you think that's... Oh, I think more money goes on the teeth with Jürgen than the hair. Yeah, yeah the There can't be much Change left after he's had them done on the weekend, Mm. surely. No, that's probably true. Although he's got the kind of salt and pepper yeah. look as well going for him, which is quite proud. Ancelotti
4: of. says, "George, he probably uh, does fly a bloke yeah, in from Milan will, to yeah, yeah. the definitely, definitely yes. Looking more
2: like Frankie Howard
4: every week, <laughs> Ancelotti, don't you think? <laughs> no, he really does. He looks more oh, like Ancelotti Spoke like wasn't that. I'm going speech. to say, as I said <laughs> on Frankie the, I, oh, <laughs> said, I said, in, I'm not doing the accent. I don't get. I've done enough accents. But he, says, but he will start saying, as I said in the press oh, conference on Tuesday. Was it? No, it was Wednesday. Was it Thursday? He's going to start doing that. So. Have you had a couple of weeks off, you two? I've never known you so light-hearted. Yeah, I've been on the... Yeah, I've been I'm on very light-hearted today. <laughs> and he yeah. brought some Haribo in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so where else should we go now? I like, this one, this story. Yeah.
3: I like the fact that he, John Hem- John Humphreys. <laughs> i speak
4: You're in a bit, bit of trouble here, I've aren't you, man? Valve troubles. You really have, so, yeah.
3: John Humphreys Humphreys John John is <laughs> listening to John Neil Manthorpe all uh, morning. John Humphreys has given up flying. He says to save the world. He said, but he will fly to Greece. Was he a fighter pilot? or something? He says he will fly to Greece to see his family. So you've given up flying, apart from places you actually want to fly to. So well he's, uh, done,
2: the ex-palace player we're talking about. <laughs> it? Watch
3: John Humphreys. We talked about the one on the, the
2: John one Humphreys, Humphreys, yeah, on the one on uh, Radio um, Four mastermind, uh,
4: mastermind. You ever
2: done Celebrity Mastermind? Ken? I, I was on the shortlist. Do oh. I'd love to do it. You'd be good. Yeah, what? Laura and Hardy, uh, Anne Boleyn would be my specialist subject. Anne Boleyn in and the films of Lauren Hardy? Yeah, they'd be pro- yeah, I think they probably thought I was being <laughs> facetious. <laughs> wow. but yeah,
4: they, be my... are, they are, they do allow you to be very mm. niche. That is, I mean, yeah. just as would you say Anne Boleyn? Uh, no,
2: the I'd, co- say the, him, I'd say Henry VIII and the The six difficult sports. last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> they <can't laughs> the last three hours in the life <laughs> yeah. of Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn before she met Henry. Yeah, possibly the Battle of Waterloo D-Day, yeah. yeah. It's good that you do a proper one, though. My wife will be listening she'd be Ha- he's actually managed to drop Anne Boleyn's name into talks <laughs> he can crowbar she-, she won't watch documentaries I've also got a slight thing for Lucy Worsley as well which oh yeah she, which do you, they, I love yes. her programmes very I, I, very I, very I good. love Lucy Worsley but I, Ali and my son leave the leave the room when there's a historical documentary on because yeah. all they can hear is me going That's, what what did you who what did, did story you see a Christmas you? one I just I, 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 buy, I buy it all the Christmas I, don't ask, oh. I don't ask any questions yeah, at all, I don't really pay attention to what says she's says saying is, I'm afraid it's gospel did you, uh, mm. Can we talk, uh, you know, we're often, we have to defend football quite a lot on yeah. this, this show, mm. especially against rugby fans, you know, who are always going on about, this. they're better, better sportsmen, better oh, physically, yeah. all that nonsense. Yeah, I've got a bit on So I'm, them, yeah. I'm just, for you as you know, I, it's, it's also a cheap plug for my football uh, finance podcast yeah. that I do. Uh, my favourite story, of that being the club that couldn't afford a player so made his mum chief scout. Really? Um, yeah. So more more of that on the on okay. The, that's in the, the price. More of that. It? The I don't know of that football was podcast. it a British
4: club or was it overseas? Uh, no, it's a British club. Yes. Wow. Uh, really, uh, yeah, right. But this, this
2: whole Saracens thing it, it's why the, the the entire world of sport isn't up in arms. But if it was a football club behaving like that, <clears throat> everyone would be would be shocked and horrified because they've 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 been relegated mm. because they had the choice of being relegated or opening up their books to the financial inspectors, and they chose relegation. And that, for me, that's that's shocking. If if that was a football club, that was Palace or Chelsea, it would be front page news. It would be a scandal. And they're allowed to get away with it because it's rugby. There's so a lot of people in the media. I saw, I was reading Brian Moore's piece today on the telegraph.
4: He thinks the right decision's it's been made. People, I know Stephen people Jones that, in the yeah. Sunday Times, well-respected rugby journalist, saying, you know, the league's cutting off its nose to spite his own face, they don't deserve this. A lot of rugby journalists, a lot of people in rugby feel this is,
2: this is a, a wrong decision. If you investigate what they've been up to and their refusal to cooperate, of course they deserve it until they're, until they're open and honest about their finances. Yeah. It, this, everyone should be making a huge fuss about it. It doesn't matter how big a, a club they are or how much Premier League rugby will suffer or whether their poor overseas players will have to go somewhere else to get their unfair money. It's Would you the, like a
4: salary cap in then,
2: the I mean, Premier it, League? Do you know what? That's a question we get asked in that pod every every week, the salary cap thing. And I, I don't know. I, I still know people old enough to, to remember Jimmy Hill when he was head of the PFA you know, negotiating to mm. get rid of the maximum wage in 1961, because until then, players could only get £20 a week. Mm. And I still know a, 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 a 93-year-old friend of mine who said that was the ruination of football, once players could get whatever they wanted. <laughs> that's rubbish. So, I know, I agree, but it's, that's what football fans are like, yeah. isn't it? There's no. Um, but What's
4: I sort of let's... landscape would we have then with it? You must have thought about that on the podcast. What What, what would oh, the world yeah. be like with a Premier League salary cap?
1: You'd probably uh, have probably that
4: luxury th- tax, wouldn't you, that you've talked about having an American sport where if you want to spend more, mm. you have to compensate the other clubs in the league. It, it's a difficult...
2: The salary cap is not the issue. It's, the, the big the, the big fear for football is broadcasting rights going. Because yeah, yeah. your broadcasters losing interest, which probably wouldn't happen. The salaries... It's a poor salaries weekend ages, Saturday,
4: as we were saying. Yeah. I mean, the, the league should w- look at weekends like that where there's quite a lot of duff games and think, is it a good idea to flog players for four games in ten days every Christmas? Because that's yeah. what you get at the
2: end of January. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah.
3: yeah I thought is. the United game was a good game. Liverpool, they yeah. didn't seem too flogged. They seemed to have quite a lot of energy. Sergio um, Aguero seemed all right as well on Saturday. Hmm. Um, well, the Harry the Harry co- Bo-
2: the Harrybo just wore off of this room, not it? Yeah, sorry, just
3: interesting. In again. I'll Kev mentioned any. they're defending football and we, we do do a lot of that and people one of the things you do is people go, Oh, you know, women's football is so much better than men's football. You get you don't get this, you don't get that, you don't get this. You know, I always think I don't like that sort of comparison. I think both sport, both are, are equally valid. But uh, Arsenal okay. women's player Katie McCabe was booked for swearing at the ref yesterday. Oh, really? How many people have said to you, oh, that doesn't happen in women's football? They don't abuse That's the referee in women's football. Yeah. Well, of
2: course they do. What about do?
3: shoving the ref yesterday as about three or four yeah.
4: Manchester United players yeah, did? Yeah, yeah. No one seemed to yeah. care, did they?
2: Yeah, it was a good. good Alisson, that was a great performance. His 100-yard knee slide, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah? we were saying very had, impressive um, knee slide. Uh, Palace have a, a mental health... Football team that play in a mental health league, and uh, last season the captain was booked early on for swearing, and he said said to the ref, "Oh, ref, sorry, ref Tourettes." Basically, uh, right, right. That's why I'm in the mental health team. So was that ha- true? No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah. what, what it meant was he had to spend the next 85 minutes swearing. <laughs> 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 he spent the rest of the game swearing. swearing. Wow, because wow. so, then he thought he would get so electrocuted. Involuntarily, <laughs> basically. just basically, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> I think that I, the, the women's football thing is really interesting because it's you shouldn't make comparisons because they're, they're not different sports, but it, comparisons are wrong. They're different games to an extent, but yeah. I think I, people will only start taking it seriously when you get diving, cheating. And the same sort of stuff that goes on in in the men's game, yeah. in the women's game. It's.
3: I think we saw a bit of that. It's a good yeah. thing. a bit of You exactly. see a bit yeah. of s housery
4: don't you? You see, yeah. you see diving. You see all sorts going on in women's football. I've, I think I've, that I've, it should be applauded. I've,
2: my best friends. <laughs> uh, name is Stephen Howes. Yeah. He's S. Howes, so you hate it. So you get S- really cross when people S- go, S. Howesery. S. Howesery. <laughs> um, a very nice chap. Just a quick, <laughs> you want to get the listeners involved
4: in this, just very quickly, Kevin. Uh, the Sussex brand is taking a bashing, apparently. All those kind of shops that sell souvenirs around Windsor Castle, and there are many... On oh, the Sussex brand, not the yeah, place yeah. where Brighton is. No, that's right. Um, a tea towel, 70% <laughs> off with Meghan and Harry's face and it. Mugs, 65% off. So if you go into any of those shops and all that... Uh, royal Memorabilia and I just wondered the club shop has to do this sometimes I love it I love the op- optimism of a club shop when a player leaves under a cloud but they the club shop say you know was forty nine ninety with his name and number on the back and they say oh a tenner who's going to buy it to burn it probably that might be the way to sell it I
2: just think of the, the poor person who's just had his Megan and Harry tattoo done <laughs> Yes, like, just, like that bloke yeah. who had the Andy Cole tattoo on the day that he left <laughs> Newcastle new yeah, yeah. anybody who's, who's not American who buys a Royal Teetail frankly they can do what they want I just, the, idea, <laughs> the idea of wiping your mug with the face of Meghan Markle is a strange one in the best of circumstances. Yeah, 70% so, off though not it to be makes sniffed you think if, if, if they're 70 what's the Prince Andrew products yeah. must be even cheaper now. Sure. I mean, you if, you if you're a you couple it, in
4: Windsor uh, buying your first place and you're thinking we need mugs we need tea towels I mean suddenly they're all yeah, going to every time all, you go yeah. around their place now Meghan and Harry everything's it's all going to be the oven glove
2: well you'll have to t- fly to Canada to go around their place now so it's going <laughs> to be <a> very <laughs> expensive <laughs> we have to move we've got
4: to go Kevin lovely to see you as always a pleasure where can we see you at work or, or your writing
2: uh, the Lily Benefit at the Comedy Store is coming up on 10th February that's Brilliant. the next time I'll be performing I think it's sold out but there's always a couple of reserves on the day so that's a good night uh, and next time we see us, I've just started writing my book, finally, yeah. the one I've been threatening you with for uh, quite Brilliant. some time. Well, we'll have a so proper chat been, about that's that. That's been commissioned by Bloomsbury, so that's on the way. So Brilliant. yeah. Lovely. And the podcast. And yeah. the Price of Football podcast, yes.
4: Fantastic. I mean, you will find out if you listen uh, whose mum was made Chief Scout, which
2: club. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport.
5: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast from talk sport
4: making his first visit to the talk sport studio is comedian garrett miller good to see you garrett Hello, nice to be here. Thanks You're not here. a sports fan, are you? That's not. We're not no. going to hold that against you. Though we no. often ask, oh, "Is he a sports fan? Is she a sports fan?" They say, "Not really," but we think, "No, look, I, well, it's I, better to know." Yeah, it's better to know. We just we don't want to start hitting you with kind of uh, questions. No, I know
0: absolutely. Stuff. I know absolutely yeah. nothing about sports. What,
4: what is? It's just no interest to something? I just never when
0: I, yeah, I was when I was a kid, I was I was into comedy and drama and music and stuff. So oh, yeah. I just never, uh, I never had. The exposure Do you come from a sporting it? family? My dad really likes rugby and uh, and golf and football and yeah. He, my dad spends most of his time now. He's retired, so he spends most of his time playing golf or glued to yeah. Sky Sports.
4: Now you don't realise, but uh, a word that's only ever used in a football context turned up in one of your reviews I read. Right. It was um, by the I think the Sunday Telegraph. Smile, Millerick's new show yeah. is a bristling, blistering hour of, of Rod Gilbert-esque rants skewering uh, hypocritical celebrities with a plomb. Oh, now, the the a phrase, because yeah, the phrase "finished with a plum" is a um, phrase that's
0: used in football. So well, darling, on. we have that in the drama world as well. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm,
3: I, just I, I rarely hear it out of that context. No, I so do it, It's either. great. But um, you're yeah. fresh from uh, the US talk show Conan, and yes. it's interesting how it came about. You're just telling us in the break. There. Uh,
0: well, they came to see uh, the Conan producer came to see my last show, uh, Sunflower, and then uh, yeah, invited me over to. To come over and do the show, so I, I went into that in December. It was uh, a lot of fun.
4: Good experience.
0: Oh, yeah. it's an incredible experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's America. Yeah, of I course. D- <laughs> I never performed uh, comedy in America before, so I got off like first night I was there. I did the Comedy Store. Uh, I took my wife with me, and we went to Disneyland. And uh, yeah, Disneyland was amazing. Were you amazing.
3: testing your material to see whether Americans got it before you went on? Yes, so I had yeah, to. Yeah, uh,
0: well, we worked with the producer. He, he he suggested from the hour-long show of mine, he'd seen two hours of mine, and he was suggesting material from that, and then I tuned it in London uh, for a couple of months, and then, yeah, I had five or six gigs there before.
4: How long is the slot then How How long are you on for? Uh, six and a half minutes. Oh, that's pretty decent then, isn't it? So you it's a nice chance to kind of to get... Otherwise, you're not just coming on and trying to impress in two or three minutes or something. Yeah,
0: I had to learn Mandarin for it, which was... <laughs> I was telling a story. So they saw a story in in Smile. Uh, so the 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 Soho uh, run of Smile, which starts tonight, uh, has got the Mandarin in it. Oh. Whereas this show in Edinburgh, it didn't have the Mandarin. I was just doing a, a Chinese voice. Uh, well, I was telling a true story. It's probably about- better to do Mandarin. Yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I I, uh, I was telling a true story about my best friend who lives in China. His, his fiance came over, uh, and the pair of them were having a word that could be discerned out of the Mandarin was barbecue okay and they used they used it a lot <laughs> so, <laughs> so to try and pick that apart what they were saying so yeah so that was that was a fun journey of, of having to learn yeah just uh the the mandarin for that conversation your,
4: your last show at the core of it and there mm. uh, was was quite serious wasn't it because i think it was an illness to your to your wife wasn't it
0: uh yeah well what happened with that i was working on a show and uh about we were expecting a baby and we we lost the baby um, and I had about two thirds of the show written and then um, and then we I started working the show again and one night my wife collapsed and it turned out we'd not had a miscarriage we had an ectopic pregnancy wow. which had been missed and it all got very serious so uh, there was kind of a choice there either cancel the show or try and work out what to do. So what I did was I presented the sort of two-thirds of the show that I'd written, and then it was kind of laughter and humour that got us through that situation. So the back end of the show was about how humour got us through the situation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then this show, it's it's that was a, an absolute smash hit, and it was the most successful thing in my career. And then this year in writing Smile was very difficult. Because unfortunately, in the last twelve months, my wife has resolutely refused to nearly die. So it's really, it really did put me on the spot. Yeah, I didn't have that thing. And and because last, when I did Sunflower Soho last year, I had a um, had a television producer uh, tell me, he was like, "Oh man, like if you want to, if you really want to follow this show up, uh, you're gonna need another tragedy." And I said, They're "Well, nothing, nothing, butts. nothing bad's yeah. happened." And he went. He he looked at me and went, uh, "It doesn't need to be true." Oh, for like, yeah, You weren't watching, mate. Were you? No. tell me, so, he um, didn't
3: work in comedy. Yeah,
0: yes, he did work in comedy. Saying <sighs> that, but that was brilliant, actually, because I that is it's... that's kind of the, that's the core of mm. of Smile. I did actually. I didn't use the tragedy. I used that conversation to oh, kind okay. of look at like why we need that and why people are interested in, in that kind of thing. So yeah, there's nothing tragic in this show. With the exception of that television producer's disgusting advice, you <laughs> have to tell me <laughs> who he is after this. Yeah, it's just, that's, yeah, we, we won't. You've <laughs> you, you, you written safe, a, a sitcom. Uh, I have working. Uh, yeah, we're working on developing that at the moment. Yeah. Um, are you in it,
4: or are you just writing it?
0: Uh, I'm hopefully going to be in it, oh, okay. but uh, I'm definitely writing it. All the words are mine. Yeah. So in charity, right? And when I first moved to London, I lived with a group of people who worked in charity, and I became kind of fascinated with that. Without it. it's a tough business, isn't it's it? it? It's it's very double, and it is it's it is a, is a business. business. It is yeah. a business. So that's the, what the, people don't The realize. sitcom is called Do Gooders and the strap line of it is if you want to <laughs> Yeah, of course. It's <laughs> so it's it's a, it's a satire of the business of charity, not of not of yeah. sickness or giving money, but that it's looking at that kind of the mid level admin of trying to do good <laughs> on an industrial scale.
4: So, <laughs> so uh you said yeah, the so
0: the shows are at Soho Theatre
4: from tonight.
0: From tonight, yeah, till to the twenty fifth. Yeah.
4: Um, and are you sort of touring with the show as well? Around I'm taking the, country? The,
0: taking the show around the country in March and April, yeah. Brilliant. Mm.
4: Uh, so, uh, Garrett Millerick, um, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-M-I-L-L-E-R-I-C-K.
0: That v- is your real name, the whole That is my them. real name, yeah, yeah. Be, I, I get came asked came that a lot, but yeah, yeah. no, you
3: wouldn't come up with a name like that. Would you no, you? Irish,
0: Irish family, you ah, see. Uh, so, yeah. my parents are from Dublin, and uh, around the United Kingdom uh, and the British Isles, there's a there's those peculiar things that we do Irish uh, Scottish people, when they come to England, if they go to something that's remotely formal, they wear a kilt. Well, Welsh people put those flags on the back of their cars, and Irish people give their children the most Irish name that they
2: possibly can. <laughs> the
0: Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
4: Now, the big news of the weekend was that Romelu Lukaku uh, of Inter Milan, formerly of Manchester United and Chelsea and Everton, has a new bed. It's it's big. It's a huge. He's six foot two, so he needs a big ish bed. Yeah. But does he necessarily need? Listen, a twelve foot wide. Mattress. We were going to call Irvin mattress, weren't we? The former Newcastle player to have a chat about it. But um, I know it's mattress. Um, Twelve foot wide bed. It's big enough for fifteen people. It is. But you were telling me fully
3: sprung Irvin.
4: Yeah, (laughs) you were telling me. Yes, you had a a bed, not quite of this size, but bigger than the average bed. It was. Uh, It was bigger than a king size. It was was We had
3: it. It was in the old house, and we had a big bedroom, and so therefore we could have a big bed. And I think it would sleep. Seven, side by side. <gasps> aye, aye. Well, that's all right, but it allowed the, the wife and I to be... Come into one of your parties. Quite good. No, we, we never did sleep seven in there. Oh, okay. it Fair us
4: enough. A bit of distance between... when the between kids were young, though, and they come in... Oh, you yeah. know kids are like, and they start sleeping sideways.
3: Oh, no, we didn't have but it you then. Could, oh, okay. no, we had an ordinary bed then.
4: So but. why did you want a bed? Why did the two of you, are not, with respect, not the tallest of people... Um <laughs> Why did you both want a seven a bed that could sleep seven people? We wanted a bit of separation.
3: <laughs> Is that a secret <laughs> of a good marriage?
2: Maybe about so. a
4: three or four mile
2: exclusion zone. <laughs> like the
4: gap between <laughs> South and North the Korea. Further, the
3: further you are away from each other, the, the less noise the other person makes bothers you. You know what I mean? But like, you're still like, effectively in the, the same bed. Not necessarily snoring, but, you know. Breathing heavily, for example, <laughs> <laughs> sharing secret secrets of the boudoir. There, but uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know yeah. where,
4: where'd you go and buy
3: a bed that's big enough for fifteen people. I had no idea. Oh, he old, probably had it made for him. Good old romaloo yeah. there. Yes. And now uh, I don't know if you saw this story in the Sun this morning. Pesto lovers, who are they? Are having to that. go without or face price hikes due to peanut contamination. Oh, yes, yeah. your fears. first world problem right uh, there. Managing uh, editor, managing editor of the Grocer. Oh yeah. Said, Pesto lovers are having a really tough time. Well, they are. Aren't they? Even people getting depressed because they can't get pesto. No, nobody would feel that, would they? No. Not even Robert Pesto. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that.
4: Now I know. Uh, yeah. Rihanna apparently is uh, a pesto on, fan. On the rebound. No, she's not. But she mm. she was seen at a concert in New York the other day with the rapper ASAP Rocky. I is thought, what name? a great cricketer he would be.
3: <laughs> he would Arthur.
4: Be. <laughs> Arthur, uh, uh, Stanley, Albert, uh, Peter, Rocky. Uh, that's it from the pavilion end. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that through. I couldn't think of any names. No, it? I was going to say Cedric. That begins with C, doesn't it? It doesn't matter. It's fine. But ASAP Rocky. So, what time
3: can you get there? He's asking for it. <laughs> what time's the concert start? Did you see this kid that's got a. He's three. And he's become the youngest member of Mensa. Yeah. He's got an IQ of 142. It's about twice what mine is. Yeah, and he did the <laughs> IQ test once. We were checking for a pulse. <laughs> I, know.
4: I mean, really, a, a man of his age and experience. I mean, uh, <laughs> really, I mean... What, I'm you about, not... I'm not about, very
3: good at that sort of thing. No, it's,
4: a, it's kind of logical thinking, isn't it? Yeah, I've got it? no logical thinking. Yeah, it was,
3: about, it was about... You got about 70%. 75%, it, yeah, yeah. It was that one where it was on telly. Yeah. Test the nation or something. That chimpanzee that does maths was beating you <laughs> most of it. It's amazing. The one that pulled that fella into the... <laughs> yeah, no, oh, the, maca- uh, the macaque, was it? Macaque. Anyway. Anyway, it's... I was looking at I'm Alan going... Dershowitz. You're going to have to be quick. or oh, very briefly. Now, yeah. Alan... Not my but, fault,
4: John. But, Blame sorry. him. He's always having it? to guard me about not breaking. He's doing his Alan Dershowitz material. <laughs> I didn't hear it.
3: People people didn't hear me. People didn't hear. People may have heard me say in the past that I used to get mistaken for him at the time he was the uh he defended oj simpson at yeah. the time of the big trial people you were to think, britain's foremost alan I dershowitz asked for, look-a-like I asked for his autograph the work once. you got i did and i've looked at him lately and i thought Wait, it's not we don't look like at all. i don't know why people think this and then i decided to color in his beard look at that let's have a look if alan, alan dershowitz a cool with like like a beard there is yeah he does look a bit like he does you, look like a bit like more he, rabbinical he? than you i'd you say in so? this one yeah yeah, yeah. Well, there you go Fantastic. So I'll there still be able to get work as Britain's foremost Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, so if you look in a book,
4: if you've got Kids Party coming up and you're looking for an Alan Dershowitz lookalike, then uh, on your we'll man. pass on your deta- details to Andy. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Don't ask me. Five questions based on last week's show is gonna get the elusive five out of five. Uh, we were chatting uh, to a guy called Jerry Gill the other day. He's a manager of a football team that Bobby Zamora <laughs> wants to see survive. Oh yes.
3: What
0: are
4: they called? Uh the he team. Wants to help them. I remember the story. Yeah. Bobby Zamora. What's the team called? He, did he did he play there? He did play he there, did yeah, play during, there, during yeah. the time he was at Bristol Rovers, yeah. Was yeah, it, yeah. Under uh, Ollie. Was it Gillingham? It wasn't. It was Bath City, Andy. Oh, I Bath thought that was City. the banker.
3: Uh, the Boys from the Game Day podcast popped in on Thursday. reason I don't get these right because I'm not that interested. You know, I thought it was quite a nice <laughs> story. <laughs> not interested in your own show? No, I don't retain it. I don't retain oh. I'm sort of interested in why I'm doing it. And then afterwards, I think, oh, all right. That was That's the whole nice. point of this bit, though,
4: isn't it? <laughs> um, Tom Rennie, Alex Crook, and whom? Which former footballer came in for the game day preview? Paul Parker. Paul Parker, you're See, interested, interested in, in him? Yeah, yeah, that was a
3: good section. Uh,
4: Jamie and Suren from the band Bombay What were in the studio. Bombay Bicycle Club. Bicycle. Oh, That's you're a down with up. the kids. Yeah. You like it's them as well? I know the restaurant. Okay, <laughs> there was a mini golf course at which cathedral we chatted about. Oh, oh, come on, uh, come on, Andy. Come on. You were interested in this as well, and you still can't remember. It's a good story, remember. this story. It was. See, yeah. it. Uh, ben goes his theory, Adrian. I can't,
3: yeah. I can't go with that theory on this one.
4: No. Rochester. Well, well done. You Whoa. remembered it. And finally, uh, Kazuyoshi Miura signed a new contract, age 52, with what? which Japanese football team?
3: I'd say Kiguri Antlers.
4: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I doubt they don't even <laughs> exist.
4: Yoko... <laughs> Yokohama FC. Oh. Yes, about him sure, last Not bad, apart from the first one, which you weren't interested in. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. We think Jerry Gill, the manager of Bath City, was halfway through a letter thanking you for your support on Friday. I imagine put the pen down and threw it in the bin. Probably. Based on don't ask me piece of work you are. I know. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to speak to a man that can go very fast in a wheelie bin because he's put a motor on it <laughs> up to you and the Phil Mickelson coffee diet he lost loads of weight yeah, that, I'm interested in so that. a top golf writer did much the same thing how did he get on you'll find out amongst other things tomorrow thanks for listening you've been listening to the Hawksby
2: and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport
5: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time